Oi, matey. How's your scally waggy scurvy ass doing this morning? Really? <laughs> I, this, uh, this is one I have to like mentally prepare myself. It's one of those you, you have to still be drunk the next day. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> A little sea shanty. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. Me hearties. I think Booty is pirate. You have a mouth like a sailor. You talk like a sailor, yes. Yeah. Are all pirates uh, got a little a- uh, Irish accent? In them? Isn't that supposed to be Irish? He's not a... <laughs> no, no. He's not Irish. He's Pirish. Pirish, Tom. Me words come from the seven seas. Yo ho ho, matey. <laughs> We're not gonna have bad. You listening to the Great Dive Pirate? You listening to the Great Dive Pirate? The Great Dive Pirate Cast. You scallywags. <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to think of pirate words that I know off my head, and all I know is "ar." But I know it goes crazy every year on effing facebook with the pirate talk like a pirate day right right and that's what we're celebrating <laughs> talk like a pirate day with some good information about the pirate's life i don't know you know we've kind of glorified pirates well yeah we have are they really to be glorified though Did, weren't they like you know really they were dicks <laughs> yeah i mean they killed people robbed them yeah they were took over boats oh yeah uh, they weren't cool raped by- yeah, they weren't, they weren't friendly this, people by any stretch of the imagination. In this today's atmosphere in the social world, whatever you want to call it, the so, social nebula of craziness, where you really can't say anything, much less glorify a group of people. Give them a whole fucking day because of the way they talked. Well, isn't, it, isn't that the irony of it, though? Yeah. Like, like the most politically incorrect people. Yeah ever to exist have been glamorized mm-hmm. in a in a romanticized in a romantic yeah. light of thank you johnny depp sexy johnny, I think it was johnny depp man not even before then dustin hoffman and peter pan <laughs> <laughs> dustin hoffman was uh captain hook was, wasn't yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. i wouldn't say he um he was a pirate, wasn't he? He was a pirate. Okay. He wasn't a glamorous one, though. Oh, like, uh, well, back in Peter Pan days, like... Back in Peter Pan days, because those were real. <laughs> no, 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 like, when that came out, like, the pirate of Captain Hook was a dirty, mean, shitty, dickhead pirate, like, what you would expect they a pirate all... to be. Yeah. I, well, I think the whole thing with no, the Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp character... Came out, it was a little more of a, hey, he I'm was... a sexy pirate. <laughs> I'm a sexy pirate. Uh... 
Just uh, give me a little bit but, of rum and uh, let's uh, go make some love. I'll, I'll show you how I really do it, baby. He was like the only good pirate. The rest of the pirates were horrible still because they were after him, weren't they? I mean, I'm, I didn't really like see a whole Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean, whatever you want to say. It. Well, definitely in the diving community. Yeah. There's a there's, there's bad a, pirates in the there's diving a community. Pirate, there's a pirate feel, feel to a lot of... You'd like their scuba be. divers. And scuba divers have a tendency to gravitate towards thinking they're pirates and acting like pirates and having a little bit of a romanticized view of the pirate. You know, you're out on the dive boat. They're responsible for sinking many of the old wrecks. Well, there's so we, it's our the, way of you're thanking diving them. on shipwrecks. You know, uh, especially. Uh, like what we have out in the Great Lakes, some of those cool old schooners that you can still see as looking like they're right out of Pirates of the Caribbean, the movie, because our Great Lakes waters have them so well preserved for the most part. You know, when you can go down on a shipwreck, old wooden wreck with ship's wheels still on them, dead eyes on them, masts on them. Those you know, aren't. You, yeah. you get that piratey feel out there on the, yeah, on the dives. Yes. Sure. The, the the stories of the the cargo on these old ships and the life of a sailor, which is what a lot of these pirates started off as. Is they were just they were sailors. They were maybe in the navy. They were maybe on these merchant ships. Maybe they were just and, criminals. Uh, and and they were and a lot of them were criminals. Just criminals, and they well, like well, well I can go started as jump on this boat with these other criminals. criminals. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that definitely was the case. Or their whole crews that mutinied. And then said, fuck it, we're not going to go back and be hung. We're going to become pirates. Fuck it. And that's pretty much what they did is they, uh, you know, sailed and robbed ships. Sailed and robbed ships. Of treasure and cargo. And the crazy thing is, it, it's still going on up to today. Well, I was just going to well, say, you... do you remember when it just was like in the news every day about the Somali pirates, right? Oh, and yeah. then it just disappeared. Just disappeared. Well, it hasn't disappeared. Well, why isn't it in the mainstream news every day? According to the International Chamber of Commerce, International Maritime Bureau, there were 21 merchant vessels worldwide were hijacked by pirates in 2014. 183 ships boarded with pirates taking 442 crew members hostage just in 2014. Mm-hmm. So piracy still lives on to today. You know, when you're cruising around the South Pacific uh, thinking you're just going to go uh, dive, uh, you know, dive I think off a real of threat. the yeah. Philippines and the, the Maldives. And you now it's, it's certainly a, 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 an issue for concern because it still exists. Well, I would think if you were a crew member on a liveaboard, anywhere where you go way out, outside of your quota, you know, out into international waters, outside of the protection of your country's Coast Guard or whatnot, Navy. I think you have to treat it as a credible threat. I'd uh, like be armed, be yeah, ready. Yeah, I think you'd, you'd have to be. You know, I, I know a guy that was on a boat in the Philippines just a couple of years ago, and they uh, they started moving, you know, in the middle of the night mm-hmm. because they had some suspicious following going on. And the captain was like, "This ain't cool. We need to get the hell yeah. out of here." Oh yeah. So I mean, it goes on. In 2015, Dive Training put out a a little story about a pirate's life. Talking about pirates. And yeah, we have jokes about the yo-ho-hos and it's a pirate's life for me attitude. 
Some yeah, people have wee tattoos. little scurvy doggy. Some of us have <laughs> pirate flags tattooed on their chest. A pirate's life for me. Arr. So you're into raping and stealing. It's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> so in the dive training article, they talk about the they talk about where pirates came from, but they don't just they say, came from Ireland. They don't say where pirates came from. They, they came say, from Ireland. They say from whence pirates came. Arr. They came from Ireland. I'm well, piracy has probably been around since man first set to sea. And like we were just talking about, it still continues today. The golden age that we think of of piracy was in the mid-1600s to the early 1700s. Part of what inspired pirates of that age was the perfect storm of circumstances. First, there was a new world with colonies desperate for trade and mired by the dictates of European kings. The colonies needed supplies and slave labor. They had plenty of trade, including sugar, rum, and salt. And then there was the gold and the silver stolen from conquered cultures and mined in a mad frenzy from the Sierra Madres of Mexico to the mountains of Peru and Bolivia. The goods were transported by sailing ships traversing the Atlantic by trade winds and currents and buffeted by countless storms. The Atlantic in those days was a target-rich environment for anyone with a lawless soul and a lust for riches. Do you know where the word pirate came from? No. Actually, I thought it was from, like, pyre, from, like, pyro. Like, uh, I thought it was about fire. But it's not. No? Apparently. It's from uh, Greek and Roman, meaning uh, attack, attacker. An attacker. Yes, a pirate. Begins showing up in the Middle English sources in the 14th, or 15th century, but extend back through Old French to Latin, pirata and pierites, pierites, literally meant attacker, and the root piera, P-E-I-R-A, trial, attempt, or endeavor. Ultimately, it goes back to the same Indo-European base as the words like fear and pure peril. Right, because they were a frightening bunch. One man's pirate was another man's noble sea captain. Well, there were a lot of there were a lot of legal pirates out there too. They were called privateers. They had their licenses. That basically they had their pirate license. <laughs> Do you can I say pirate, pirate license? They had their pirate certifications. You're not renewed. They, <laughs> they were part of Patty as well. They their, no, they were Pappy, <laughs> the professional association of pirate instructors. They, they had their advanced their, open water pirating <laughs> exactly. certification. Their instructor uh, certification course was amazing. Poke him in the butt with that sword. Can you poke? No, with a smooth motion. <laughs> smooth. You don't want to pierce the skin. You just want to push him off the, the plank there. So walk into the plank. <laughs> now work on your R's. Ow! Ow! No. Arr. Roll your tongue. Curl. <laughs> Arr, a little graspy voice here. I want you to stay up all night yelling through this. This. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, there were pirates out there robbing and stealing, and then a lot of these governments were hiring other pirates to be basically pirates for the state, hmm. as they called privateers. They stopped. So they, all that, would, they would go out and start. Luckily, pirating the, the pirates. All that. Yes, the government stopped all that though. Now they're just nice people. <laughs> now they give them badges. They're just <laughs> buccaneer. Where, where they, did the term uh, buccaneer come from? Tell me. Alongside pirate grew other terms for seafaring plunderers. Buccaneer 
emerged in the 17th century, originating from the French word buccaneer, no, buccaneer, buccaneer, which first referred to hunters on the island of Hispaniola who barbecued the meat of wild oxen and boars. While the barbecuers of Hispaniola took to piracy in the Caribbean, the name for their style of food preparation traveled with them. So it's all about barbecuers. And they later barbecued their enemies on the shores of the briny deep, <laughs> matey. So I wonder if Tampa Bay knows that. That's basically they're the Tampa Bay barbecuers. <laughs> We're good with that. Perhaps one of the most notable cases was of Captain Kidd. Kidd was a privateer who had been Kid granted Rock. a letter of marquee signed by King William III of England. His ship and provisioning had been financed primarily by powerful lords of England. Kidd had made his home in New York and enjoyed the reputation of trusty and well-beloved. Yeah, it's just a, it's a, just a pirate's tale. Yeah. But let's look at a couple of famous pirates. You got Kid Rock. I mean, uh, Captain Kid. Captain Kid. <laughs> Kid Rock pirate. Do you think he's related to Captain Kid? Kid Rock. You got the old Black Bart. Do you know any female pirates? Because we got to include the ladies with this. Joan Jett. Joan Jett. <laughs> False. <laughs> I, I don't know if you met her, and she and I'd be like, this is James. Oh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. And and she's mad because you said she was a pirate on here. It's like my family was killed by pirates. You, you need to treat pirates for what they are, criminals. Criminals. Not all criminals. They had some, they had some internal There's laws. There's some nice criminals. They had laws. There's laws that the, pirates. The, it was a it's code. Kinda, it was a pirate code. It's really like, not a law. It's kind of like uh, the Laws hobo. are passed by like a legal entity that you've elected to kind of like the hobo code you know the <laughs> code of the hobos well they say here that uh, a common misconception is that pirates were a lawless crowd and no, while they, they hadn't. and yeah. while they certainly acted beyond the laws of civilized society they had their own laws that were at once harsh yet inspired surprisingly most pirates operated under a democratic rule of law the captain was typically elected by the crew and was charged with keeping the order among the ranks of enforcing the rules. Decisions about where to go and who to attack were made by a vote of the crew, and not just by the captain. They seem like a pretty good group of guys. <laughs> and gals. I don't think so people is, understand. So who is this uh, woman pirate you're talking about? Um, She's from Ireland. And she's an Irish An Irish lass. Aye, boy. And it, actually, I would have thought that she had some... I bet you she had a lot of booty. <laughs> this pirate, <laughs> this pirate of which ye speak, <laughs> a lot of booty. How long could we go with this? I don't know. I don't even know how to uh, keep this going. Because so, who is it? It's Anne Bonny. Anne Bonny, sixteen ninety-seven. She could really, really horn swaggle a Jolly Roger out of me yard arm, if you know what I mean. Sixteen ninety-seven. That's. When you, she lived until 1782. So for, I'd, I'd have to believe that an average pirate's lifespan was probably not that. Pretty, I, I would go pretty into their, short, yeah, yeah. She lived 85 years old. 85 years old. A female pirate. She, uh, 
there's a an artist. She was a she was a really uh, she was a saucy sea dog, Yule and Bonnie. Oh, here she is. She's got like a an a hatchet and a holster. She's shooting a pistol and she's got a sword in the other hand. She's just like, I'm going to kill you one way or another. Anne Bonnie, yeah, in the 16, well, late 1600s, in the Caribbean, base of operations, the Caribbean, she held an allegiance to old Calico Jack. Oh, did she? Yes. That's another famous pirate. That's the, Calico Jack's the typical pirate flag that you see when you see, like, just the generic the old pirate, skull. pirate flag, the skull, skull and the, crossbones, the, the kind of thing. The no, the the skull with the two swords, the cutlasses. Oh, those are swords. The two cutlasses. There's, you don't, where's the skull and crossbones? Well, interestingly enough, there each, never was a skull. And each pirate had, had his own. own little flag. What they would do with the skull? They would do something with the skull. Always would it always be a typically, skull? Typically, a skull. A skull and flowers. Maybe a skull and. Skull and swords, skull and bones, skeletons. skull and crump, crumpets. They were, they were generally, but not always, black and white. I think ours. We should make one. It'll be a skull and two cups of coffee. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But they were often black flags with white skulls. Skull. Yeah. But sometimes they were red. And the what red, did the red mean? The red meant that you were dying. The ship, or you, the captain. They, they were coming on killing. Is what oh, meant. we were go- we are going to kill you. Yeah, like if you saw the they flew like the black and white flag. It meant okay, pirates are coming to attack. They want our shit. You know, uh, we better either we're running or we're fighting or, or something, right? Uh, do when you know they, what chartreuse? When they, when they threw meant? the red flag up. Yes, the red flag was there's no negotiating this. We are boarding and we're going to slaughter everyone there. The chartreuse so it, it meant one. to put a, a fear yeah. of death. A, because red will the red will do that, but like pink, pink or chartreuse, that means we're coming on board, and we're redressing all we're, of the sailors. And into we're having, nice, and we're having, having mimosas. mimosas. <laughs> yeah. A pirate crew operated under a set of articles or code of contact that was written by the crew, and that each crew member was required to sign and follow. Among other things, it established the shares that each crew member would receive whenever a ship or village was to be raided. It set forth the compensation that crew members would receive if injured in battle. It also prescribed the rules of conduct to be followed aboard ship and the penalties to be applied for those who broke the rules. Yeah, so these ships basically you know, got all this cargo and treasure and whatever they took. And then when they cashed it all in, back when they got to whatever harbor they were going to where they could sell it all off, each one of these members had their little share that they got sure. their loot, and then they went to the, well, why the old Sea Dog Tavern and, and blew and it all. It it's much like uh, you know, a military career. <laughs> right. uh, why else would you do it? I mean, you're not going to go out and risk your life so that you can keep stuck on board a boat with no money. But I'm reading about the life of the Zan Bonnie. She had a pretty interesting life, like even interesting even to today's standards in the sense of how she was, where she was born, what she did. But she lived here in the United States. Oh, did she? For a bit, in Carolina, when it was a province. And then she moved to Nassau, Bahamas. That's where I'd go. So when she was 10, she came over here to North Carolina. And when did she start pirating? Well, she didn't start pirating until she hooked up with, um, and, then, and this was in Nassau in the Bahamas, she hooked up with Jack Rackham. 
Jack Rackham, Oh, Jack Rackham. Old Calico Jack. And became his pirate partner and lover. That's right. I remember the story of Anne Bonnie. She, I guess, hooked up with Mary Reed. Or Red. Mary Red or Reed. R-E-A-D. Yeah. Maybe she hooked up. But they, she's another woman pirate. Female pirate. But the thing is, they weren't just like female pirates. They pretended to be men to be pirates. They dressed up as men. They disguised themselves as men is what I'm getting at. To be you're a man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it would be you're a woman, baby. But but you've got such nice booty. <laughs> booty. I find myself strangely attracted to cap- <laughs> the captain these days. The I'm dog. not feeling right. <laughs> this sea dog's got some booty, I tell you. In 1720, she was captured alongside and, and with Rackham. found to be a wench? Rackham, Jack Rackham, Mary Reed or Red, and um, old Anne Bonnie were captured in 1720. Both women were soon sentenced to death, but their executions were stayed due to both of them being pregnant. Pregnant. Before we can kill you, you get 12 weeks of maternity leave. <laughs> it's the law. It's the pirate code. It's written in our code here. And your, your pirate partner and lover, he gets the equal 12 weeks of maternity leave before we kill him. That's because this is the new pirate seas. This is the new law of the pirate. That sounds pretty good. What if they're hiring? Well, they had to stay in jail, but the Mary Reed, she died in jail. But uh, they don't know what happened to Bonnie next. She got out. Well, apparently, some claim that she died in prison as well. Others claim that she escaped or was released. That's why her time and place of death remain unknown. For some reason, they've got her like living to uh, 1783, born in 69. Yeah, yeah. That, but it's very questionable. So maybe she wasn't the first 85-year-old woman pirate. Maybe she died in... You know, when she was like 25, 30 in Could prison. Be. Pirate ships are often envisioned as large vessels. It would seem a necessity to accommodate the large crews they were known to carry. But oftentimes, smaller vessels were favored. Not so much for speed, but because they were more maneuverable and could navigate shallow waters to attack, escape, and hide. Not all the ships used by pirates were strictly sailing vessels. Many were galleys, which had sails but were also equipped with long oars called sweeps that could be rowed. This gave the pirates an advantage in calm winds, where a large rowing crew could easily outmaneuver a larger ship with smaller crew and no provisions for rowing. So do you you talk anything about the Bahamas in there, in your little pirate almanac? They talk about the Bahamas because it's kind of unique for pirates. Why is that? Because there was actually... um, what they called the Republic of Pirates there, and they were given a king's pardon if you lived there. So you're pardoned for being a pirate. If you lived... If you were there in the Republic of Pirates in the Bahamas, New Providence, and what is now Nassau. So you, it was like pirate retirement. Well, I think a lot of pirates just went there to get away from being chased, maybe. You know, it's a high... You, know, here I, you can't get me now. Arr. Me and me booty are in <laughs> Pirate Republic. But that's where 
you know, I told you that um, Anne Bonnie went when she was, she went from Ireland over to North Carolina, over to the Bahamas. And this was all by the time she was like 10, 10 years old. That's because her father, Jack Bonnie, must have been in the piratry, tra- piratry trade. Is that right? Is it piracy or piratry? Piracy is the act of pirating, I guess. Piratry would be the career field. <laughs> That's where I got my doctor. What are you going to major in? <laughs> I got to pick a major, Dad. I was thinking about business finance with a math minor or piratry. <laughs> Maybe do both, son. Double major, Do you son. know that most pirates would kill to have a business head on their boat? <laughs> So a pirate crew was a formidable force. While a merchant ship might have a skeleton crew barely capable of handling the ship. Forgive the pun, or pun pirate, intended. Pirate What crew kind of crew does a pirate ship have? A Only skeleton. a skeleton crew, my lads. <laughs> <laughs> a, um, a pirate crew were often 150 to 200 men, heavily armed with guns and sabers, and well known for being ruthless to anyone who dared to resist them. And large pants because of their booty. (laughs) (laughs) Among the many tactics used by pirates was deception. A pirate ship might fly the flag of a friendly country when approaching a vessel and then hoist the black flag with its skull and crossbones. The black flag was adopted almost universally as a sign to seagoing vessels that they were being attacked. And the pirates' success relied heavily on the well-earned reputation of torture and terror. Dead men tell no tales. It's a threat to kill someone. Keep your mouth shut, because dead men tell no tales. You can't talk if you're dead. Me and my hearties are going to hornswaggle a wee little lass for these <laughs> land lovers. Um, it's easy to think of pirates sailing around the Caribbean, enjoying the good life. Their time at sea was not always as sunny as some might expect. Pirates weren't exactly welcome at most ports, and so they were forced to maintain and provision their ships by hook and by crook. Did you know uh, an actual pirate phrase that I'm reading here? Son of a biscuit eater. (laughs) You're a son of a biscuit eater. Why, you son. What you call me? Why, you son of a biscuit eater. <laughs> you scallywag, you'll pay for this. Dead men tell no tales. Arr. Give me me wench here now. An effective pirate ship had to be well cared for. It had to be fast on the water. And so it was important to keep the hull clean. The process known as careening involved beaching the ship, scraping the hull to remove barnacles and seaweed that grew quickly in warm waters, and stripped the hull of speed and making repairs to damaged or aging planks. By necessity, this task would often be accomplished well off the beaten path in a quiet cove or inlet where the vulnerable ship and crew would not likely be discovered by patrolling naval ships or privateers. And I heard stories that 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 was kind of one of the thoughts of old Stingray City there in... uh, It was a pirate um, hole cleaning spot. Grand Cayman, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Is the pirates would come in and they would do maintenance on the ship and while they're throwing, Mm -hmm. you know... uh, uh, food and stuff overboard the, the sharks stingrays, the stingrays were just yeah. kind of hang out in that area and uh, later became a hot dive spot hmm. had they known a little bit more about scuba diving back in the day they could just have uh they didn't have to went anchor, down with us yes. uh, wouldn't just went down and 
they clean w- the old hull? Yeah, they wouldn't have beached it or anything like that. Sure. What is that? The name of that that kind of location? Do they have a name for it? Like a uh, barnacle cleaning lagoon? What What do they call it? They don't have a name for it, do they? Well, it's just a, a place where they went to careen. Yeah, it would be a good name for a pub. The careening carouser. There you go, careen and clean. Careen and clean and get yourself a wee bit of grog. Shiver me timbers. I did not see shiver me timbers in the <laughs> pirate. They did, they miss shiver me timbers. Oh, they miss shiver me timbers. Shiver me timbers, boy. You landlubbers don't even know what shiver me timbers means. The romantic image of pirates is stealing gold, jewels, and a few cases of rum from or their a booty. <laughs> <laughs> but oftentimes, it was more mundane items that they needed most. Water and food, wood, sails, rope, and hardware to make repairs. I Black. like that incense burner over there for me cabin. Go steal it. Plunder it, boys. Get all the incense burners you can get. Get me some sandalwood and <laughs> jasmine is me favorite, boys. May hearties jasmine incense for everyone. Oh, uh, perhaps one of the most valued assets to be found aboard a plundered vessel was navigational equipment and maps. The seas were a dangerous place, and having accurate maps would allow safe passage, especially in areas of reefs, shoals, and hazardous currents. Ships Wait, hold, 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 hold. This is why this, the only pirate to steal maps would have to be this Bonnie Ann and Bonnie. Because men do not, A, <laughs> read maps or ask for directions. <laughs> Period. We don't do that shit. This is so fake. <laughs> Ship's logs would sometimes reveal information about the routes and schedules of treasure-laden vessels. And these were highly sought after by pirates who could use them to plot and hatch their devious plans. Avast ye, boys. My hearties. We're going to plot and hatch our devious plans here. Get the booty is my main part of my plan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Many pirates and privateers were true world travelers. And some perhaps even considered explorers. Sir Francis Drake is probably best known as an explorer who made a second historic circumnavigation of the world in 1580. What is often lost is the fact that Drake was originally a privateer. He had made his first voyage to the Americas at age 23 with his cousin, Sir James Hawkins, on one of the fleet of family-owned ships. Mr. Hawkins... Treasure Island. Did you read it? I did. Yeah, I got it. That was one Robert of Robert Louis books. Stevenson. Yeah. I've got it right. Uh, Mister Hawkins. Yeah, it's a great story. It's me favorite story, lads. I love that that opening scene where they're just in that uh, pub. Of course you do. <laughs> you pl- you play it out every weekend. Fifteen <laughs> men and a dead man's chest. Yo ho ho, ho and, and a, a bottle, bottle of, of rum. rum. So old hand Bonnie did those travels like when she was ten years old. You Same know, thing, all the way yeah, from it's, Ireland it's over. It's crazy, yeah. uh, like, and then over the Bahamas. Like you're like a in full on pirate mode. Yeah, by your late teens into your twenties. But people back then, they lived in. Oh, it was different the, times. You know, it was definitely different times. If you were a pirate and you made it to forty, they didn't have cell phones. 
I don't know if you know this, but they didn't have cell phones. So she what? was on that boat. They she didn't have cell phones? She wasn't like playing, you know, word crossy all the way across. Of course, she had terrible service. You would have had terrible cell service out there. And cellular data would have cost you like five doubloons a you know, month, boy. You know what's crazy? is like being on the boat this weekend and, and uh, texting my wife to, yeah. to let her know, eh, we're... Uh, we're about thirty minutes out, you know, so she can come yeah, up. What's a good up. good one is if we got if we were sinking. It's like oh, I'm sinking right now. I'm gonna be a little late. Well, it's a long swim in. Well, thinking, this might be my last transmission because it's not waterproof. But I'm saying like how convenient it is nowadays, like yeah. like to be out on the water and be able to just anybody grab a cell phone, call ashore. Yeah. Whereas I mean, it wasn't long ago where you no. and I were out on a dive boat. And you'd had zero communication. Well, just going to maybe, the quarry to trade. Maybe you ain't by, calling like, right. hey, I'm, I'm going to be heading home here shortly or anything. It's like, I would say I'm leaving you now at 5 in the morning, and I'll see you on, on Monday morning because I'm going to be home late Sunday evening. You know, you'll be in bed. I'll talk to you Monday Right. right. It was, wasn't long ago at all when out on the water, even in a remote quarry area, mm-hmm. had zero cell service. Nowadays, what kind of cell service you're, you're, you think these pirates have? <laughs> Wait, he's <laughs> stopping things. Here we go. Okay, I can. You know, when they said the world travelers, the only thing I picture is like a, a pirate dressed like what I would quote unquote call the touristy world traveler. You know, it's kind of like a an older guy's balding, and he's got a big a pear shaped body, black socks on, camera strapped around his back, his neck. You know. A little uh, a hat with the local saying on it or whatever, or where he's from, and his old his his old lady wife with him too, and she's dressed almost identical. Those are world travelers to me. When you say the word world traveler, that's what goes to my mind. Boom. You don't think of Sir Francis Drake? I think of you know somebody who's retired. Think- We're gonna travel the world, honey. We're retired now, think- and they they've got you know the suitcase with the you stickers of- on it and stuff. <laughs> You think of Bob and Carol. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly what's going through my mind. He's got you know glasses on with the flip-up dark lenses, <laughs> right, right, right. and they're they're trying to unfold a map, and they're they're handing their camera to someone. Can you get a picture arguing, of us? They're arguing about where they're going to do exactly, lunch. Exactly, exactly. That's what I when you say world travelers to me now. That's what it comes. You don't think and that's of what it's come down to stealing twenty tons of gold and silver of doubloons to get the booty boy shooting somebody you know with a musket. <laughs> you don't think they, of that? they they might have a musket, but it's one of those play ones that they bought at the uh, you know at the the booty store. What it, it would be called the booty shop with uh, two P's and an E. <laughs> yeah. Ye old booty shop, and there you go, and there's like. Plastic it's, little it's, muskets yes, and stuff. It's right next to the ice cream <laughs> exactly. parlor and the and the fudge factory. Yes, yeah. exactly. And he might actually have one of those black, um, like felty pirate hats, little skull and crossbones, a little elastic strap to hold it onto your chin. I'm gonna get one of those. Arr, and a little tiny plastic sword. The plague of piracy took a serious toll on trade and put a major crimp in the fortunes of many a king and queen. To battle this scourge, bounties were put on pirates with a sliding scale that put a higher price on pirate captains and officers. The result was startling. Between 1716 and 1726 alone, some 400 pirates were hung. In Port Royal, Jamaica alone, some 80 pirates were hung in a single year, sending a potent message to those who might otherwise be tempted into piracy. 
do you think any were like hung that were not pilots? Like, they're just grabbing some. You, you look like a scallywag pirate boy. Yes. Your pirate friend is turning on you. He's a pirate, I tell you. I know I was with him. <laughs> Once captured, pirates had little chance of seeing freedom again. Court proceedings were tilted in favor of the prosecution with pirates responsible for their own defense. Most couldn't even read or write, and finding persons to testify on their behalf was often futile. Admiralty courts were established around the world, from Port Royal, Jamaica, to Charleston, South Carolina, where your girlfriend, Ann Bonnie, probably was. She's not my girlfriend. We're just friends. Gotta... We're just friends, damn it. I tell everybody that. Williamsburg, She's Virginia. Jack Rackham's lady. Partner and lover. Pirate partner and lover. <laughs> Newport, Rhode Island. And from Boston to London, places like Gallows Point in Port Royal, Jamaica, an execution dock in London became famous for executing pirates. Why did they call it execution dock? Because of the gallows <laughs> that stood. I the gallows. Dead men tell no tales. The convicted the pirates boy. were often bound and hung in gallows on the water near the low tide mark where the incoming tide would swallow them. The bodies were buried in unmarked graves or bound in chains, tarred for preservation, and hung in a prominent location near the entrance to the harbor to serve as a warning to others. It probably wasn't too good for the coffee shop business. Oh, there's a Starbucks over there. Ah, oh, but the gallows is in front of it, boys. We're steering away from the Starbucks this time. This will be mutiny. The smell of the tarred and feathered man rotting in the surf of the low tide zone is really putting a cringe to me nasal hairs in front of the old coffee shop. So, yeah, when you go to, uh, you know, coming up in a month, it's going to be Halloween time. Yes. And sexy what, pirate and, costume and, is top and, notch. And one of the most popular costumes definitely is sexy pirate. And uh, it, I think it's important that people ha have a little bit of a memory that the pirate was not always the just the the sexy babe with the boobs pushed up and the but sometimes the she short, was the short miniskirt and so, high heels. Sometimes it's she was. Not, <laughs> it's not really a practical outfit on a on a Sometimes it's better to just keep the romanticized idea going. Let's not go into reality. We can choose to ignore reality if we want. It's just a choice. I'll take that. I'll take that reality. The sexy pirate over the well, old guy missing teeth and an eyeball and maybe a hand. I'll take the sexy pirate. You can have the reality. I'll take sexy pirate for 500 hours. <laughs> I, I know which pirate I'd take home. <laughs> but... Uh, but. The reality is, if, if you want to know about, chop off your. If you want to know about pirates, you, you're best to read the likes of Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson. Sure. To get a good feel for real pirate life. I, I mean, that's a classic story. Sure, classic old pirate story. And I, I have the book right here, actually. Yeah, I know. I know. Right at do. the beginning, it says to the hesitating purchaser, "Buy it. If give up your booty now for this book." If sailor tales or sailor tunes, storm and adventure, heat and cold, if schooners, islands, and maroons, and jasmine incense are your thing, <laughs> and buccaneers and buried gold, and all the old romance retold, exactly in the ancient way, 
can please as me they pleased of old, the wiser youngers of today. Arr. Shiver me timbers, boy. So be it and fall on, if not, if studious youth no longer crave his ancient appetites forgot. You had me at if, boy. <laughs> you can stop any time now. Kingston or Ballantine the Brave, or Cooper of the Wood and Wave, so be it, also, and may I, and all my pirates share the grave, where these and their creations lie. Arr. Okay, well, hey, that was um, just a fun little uh, look at pirates, eh? We little look at pirates. And uh, so... Now I think it's time for a little old clap of the thunder to pour into me glass. That, that is why he liked it. He's Scottish. He sounded like old Robert Burns there. Because you'd read in, if you ever read any Robert Burns, you're like, this might as well be in Chinese. <laughs> you're putting words together that don't, just, you're making up shit. <laughs> At least pirates we know, you know, booty kind of makes sense. The booty. Surrender the booty. But yeah, he was Scottish, so he was along the, the lines of old Robert Burns, who was another drinking womanizer. Yes. You gotta like Scotland, because he's their poet laureate. He's their Nobel laureate, whatever you want to call it there. He's their, like, this is our man, Robert Burns. He's a drunken womanizer, but we love him. Or, and that's why we love him. <laughs> and then you listen to old Robert Louis Stevenson talking. He talks almost the exact same in, uh, from that poem, poem you just yes. Yes, yes. you just read. And who did he elevate to the Pirates, boy? So um, I hope you guys enjoyed our little uh, look at Pirates for uh, National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Send us some pirate messages over on your book of the faces, matey. Arr. Hey, uh, what do you think about maybe releasing this a day early? So people have it for Talk Like a Pirate Day. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said Thursday was Talk Like a Pirate it Day. It is. This will be one day after. So all of the words won't be, it'll be gone, be too late. All of our pirating we'll words. We'll see, we'll see. I don't know if that's going to fly. Fuck you. You want to take it home and edit it? Yes, but I can't. <laughs> I do want to take it home and edit it, boy. Oh, I'll edit the hell out of this. But me can't. Shiver me timbers. I'll be four sheets to the wind if I edit this. Yes. All right. So on that note, take me old book to the briny deep, matey, and sign Sigh me book. Away. Shiver me timbers. You walk the plank for this dive, boy. Now go get me booty and dive safe. Arr. If schooners, islands, and maroons, and jasmine incense are your thing.